We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, Rob Doster here, and you are listening to a Field of 68 NBA Draft Prospect Profile. We're going to be rolling these out all month, leading up to a full first round live mock draft with the six NBA draft experts that we're going to be hosting one week before the actual draft itself takes place. While you're here, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a rating and a review, that stuff really does help us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on any of the platforms that you listen to the audio of this show. But listen, that's enough of that. That's enough of the promos. Let's get into today's prospect profile. All right, it is time to break down another top draft prospect, and, and today we do it on Bilal Kolabali, and we do it with his teammate over there in France, Devontae Jones, uh, former Michigan Wolverine, uh, point guard, and uh, also a teammate of Victor Wembenyama, uh, the likely number one overall pick. All right, Devontae, um, this one's a little different. I think everybody knows about Victor or has heard a lot about Victor. We haven't heard as much about uh, Kolabali. Tell me a little bit about his game now that you've played with him all year. Honestly, I feel like the more I play with Bilal and see Bilal, it's like the more impressed I get just because of his athleticism. You know, he's able to get to the rim and his strides is just – he's so athletic. So it's like when he gets to the rim and jump, it's like you just get, you get caught looking. And his defense is very underrated. I think he's one of the he's gonna be one of the best defenders, if not the best defender in the draft. Um, just his ability with he got quick hands, you know. Like I said, he's able to block shots because he's he's athletic. Um, easy to play with, you know, also a very big lob threat, you know, throw the ball to run, he's gonna get it. Um, crafty. I think the one flaw that you know I'm hearing and I see with Bilal on his you know his shooting, but you know, from since day one, since August to now, his shot got a lot better. You know, he got a lot more confident. Um, so um, just playing with Bilal is like also a pressure release. You know, he can handle the ball, bring it up the court. Um, like I say, he can score all three levels when he got a mid range. You know, get to the basket, he can knock down an open three. So um, playing with Bilal is very like it's 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 very com uh, comforting knowing that you got somebody like that on your team. 
he he is a big, athletic, strong wing. Is that how you would kind of describe him and what he'll be at the next level? Is he more of a three, more of an undersized four? What is he? No, he's definitely more of like he could be like a two, three. I'm not gonna say he's strong. I think he's I think that's also the same thing with Palau is he needs to get a little bit stronger. Like yeah. I think just because if he's guarding at two or three position, that's probably some of the best players in the world playing playing those two positions. So I think um him getting strong would definitely you know help him for sure be like a better defender, just a better player overall because Bilal all he he gets to the paint at will. So I think if he adds just a little more, you know, muscle, I think he'll be able to um absorb some of that contact, you know, finish some of them dunks. And I think it'd be extremely, you know, good for him. Victor's played a ton all year with you. Um he's he's playing the minutes, he's getting the points. Bilal didn't play a ton early in the year, right? His kind of minutes have, have increased. I mean, he's young. He's a guy that I assume the NBA is going to draft and maybe not expect a lot of right away at Devontae, right? I mean, it's going to take some time for him to mature and develop. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think I think, I think, Bilal is going to shock a lot of people, though. Like, whatever team get him is getting a steal just because, like, him and Victor is, like, one and the same when it comes to – their preparation. Um, I think they they both do similar stuff. Like they come at the same time, do similar things. Like like I said, the injury prevent prevention. You know, just the same like workouts. Um, I just feel like Bilal just man. I think he's gonna be a steal for what to grab him just because of like his worth ethic. Worth ethic. He's so young, um, athletic. He's a, he's the definition of a two way player. So right. like I said, what can grab Bilal. Y'all probably ain't, y'all probably ain't gonna get a lot on the offensive end right away, yeah. but him his transition is gonna be top tier, um, defense top tier. And I think that's the two main things that you can really ask for out of player. I think the offense is gonna come. Like I said, he's young, he can work on that. But you got somebody that's willing to play defense, willing to run and do whatever's necessary to win. You can't really you can't really teach that. Quiet kid or or what's his personality like? He's like, he like in the middle. Um, I think from at the beginning, you know, he was real quiet, but that's just because we didn't really know each other. But I think now that made him that we done created like such a good bond. I think he talks more, makes more jokes. Like we just we talk about music, cause, you know, we got different like type of taste of music. So we just be playing about a lot of stuff, watching TikTok. So um, I ain't gonna say he's shy or quiet, but he's also not he's not the loudest in the room either. Who? Is there a good comparison for him? I know I know everybody wants to play the comparison game and sometimes it's unfair, but is there somebody in the league that you kind of look at you're like, all right, like he's similar to him? Oh, the defensive end yeah. is he similar to like Kawhi. But I got big hands and long very long arms. So it's like he's gonna he's gonna be very disruptive on defense. Offense, I'm not really sure. Well, you know Kawhi couldn't shoot it in college at all. So, I think Kawhi is a very good comparison. I, I didn't want to compare him to Kawhi because Kawhi is Kawhi. So yeah, but, but again, we always do this, right? We yeah, we always yeah. pick out somebody that everybody looks at us and they're like, come on, how do you compare him to him? Well, yeah. we're, we're not saying he's going to be Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. saying he's got a similar game as Kawhi did maybe at the same stage, right? Kawhi could not shoot at San Diego State. He defended. He didn't say two words. He just wanted to play ball and go out there and nothing else. Yeah, Kawhi for sure. Yes, Kawhi. 
That's Kawhi. He probably ain't got like the mid range like Kawhi, but like if you if you if you literally watch Bilal play, like if you really just be around him, you can be like, man, he just reminds me of like Kawhi. Like, wow, so where sure. where can he score right now? Is it more in transition? Yeah, I think he he can score in the half court, but I think the most comfortable, like natural way for him to score is a fast break, just because of like his his quickness and his ability like to like I said, jump. He can cover up ground so quickly. So it's like only thing the only thing about him in transition is like I would like him to get, like I said, just a little bit stronger. Cause you know, when he's he's going to transition, there's gonna be people on the side of him trying to bump him and he's trying to dunk the ball. And I think if he can because I've seen him miss like this, you no, know, like not not a lot, but a few that I know he should have made. But I feel like you could just a little bit stronger. Those are gonna be easy mates. Well, I wonder too. How, how much is a young kid like that affected? He didn't play a lot early. He's playing against grown men. Like Victor's Victor, right? Like yeah, he's yeah. got that that swagger. He knows how yeah. good he is. My guess yeah. is Bilal's still trying to figure out how good he is. That's true. That's true. Cause like you can you can see the growth from like when he first started playing with us. Obviously, when he was getting in the game, he wasn't looking to score. You know, he's playing defense, but he wasn't looking to be aggressive at all. So now to like he's scoring like what ten points. You know, he's rebounding the ball, dunking the ball easily. Just he's yelling, showing more emotion. So it's like the more comfortable he get, the better he is. Takes time. He hey. Uh, he, he needs his point guard to, you know, bring him along. That's what he yeah, needs. Sure. Build his confidence. Yeah. It's true, though. Like, that's yeah. part of it. Those young guys, man, like, it's not easy for them. It's probably similar to you when you go over for the first time from, from yeah. college. You go to another country, and it's yeah. like, man, this is eye-opening because you don't yeah. know anybody. You don't yeah. the same confidence you had in college. You don't have over there yet. Yeah, yeah. True. So, all right. Well, there you have it. Bilal Kolabali, uh, Metropolitans, um, his teammate Devontae Jones breaking him down uh, as one of the top prospects, certainly international prospects for the NBA draft. Ready to go for the rest of the day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com backslash field68. That's field68, F-I-E-L-D, the number six, the number eight, and you can get yours now. So check it out and help support this show. Thanks. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome in to another edition of the uh, Field of 68 NBA Draft Profiles. And uh, this one's fun for me because the guy I'm talking to, I've known since he was a kid, and that is now New Zealand Breakers uh, owner and CEO, Matt Walsh. Matt, how are you, man? I'm good. Thanks for having me. It's a uh, long time catch up coming here. So this is long exciting time. for me too. <laughs> Listen, we were talking uh, before this. Uh, of my my love of you and your teammates at Germantown Academy when I first got into this business because you guys played the right way and and uh, it's good to see you um, mature and grow into a uh, business uh, business world and and owning the Breakers and running the Breakers and you've you've got a really good young player again I mean listen what you've done over the last four or five years has been remarkable you you know you've got guys. LaMelo Ball, R.J. Hampton, Josh Giddy, uh, Ushman uh, Jang. You've got a lot of good players, and you've got another one here. Um, tell us about your, your latest uh, kind of protege here with the Breakers and, and what he's all about. Yeah, it's been fun. I think it's favorite part of my job with the Breakers is getting to work with these young guys, like knowing that I went through like some of what they're going to go through and what they have in front of them. It's when you get a really good kid, that's exciting. And Ryan was amazing. Um, honestly, it was the easiest recruitment um, with him because he saw what Usman did the year before. He was close with him. Our head coach went and met with him, laid out how we envisioned him playing for us. And it was pretty easy. And everything we had heard about Ryan was that he's this Kobe Bryant type worker. Like, you're not going to believe it. And, you know, you think some of that's bullshit. You're like, oh, of course he's going to get here. Man, like... Every NBA team that calls, I just say, I know this is hard to believe. The hardest worker you're going to have is if you draft this guy is going to be Ryan. Really? It just is. He's the hardest working player we've ever had. Not young player. The hardest working guy. First one in the gym, last to leave. You know, he's got like a pretty cool backstory. A little bit tragic. Like his dad, who played professionally, passed away eight or nine years ago. Um, and he's kind of like de- took on this dedication in his life to like, fulfill this dream awesome family mom's amazing he's really good man uh in terms of how i envision him moving forward and like him compared to other guys i think usman was the 11th pick he had some moments his freshman year absolutely amazing rj was a super athlete in terms of our guys that we've had i think he's the most surefire nba pro because he's six seven He's seven three and he defends his ass off. So you look at like even the trade deadline this last year, 
everyone wants a wing who can defend and make shots. Now, Ryan struggled a little bit shooting with us this year. I think a lot of that was he broke his wrist halfway through the year and he had every chance to just go back to France and prepare for the draft. And he busted his ass, came back, got better with his left. So when he came back, he struggled some shooting, but when you look at his release, he's got a high release. Um, the guy who I compare him most to is like a Mikael Bridges type. Like, I think that's his future. Uh, you look at same body type coming into the league. Mikael Bridges was known as like a three and D guy and he's developed. And I think when you look at Ryan seven years from now, which is that's how much older Mikael is than Ryan. I have a very hard time envisioning him not being that level of player just because I know he's going to work. He's got the physical tools and, you know, he started for us. We were five minutes away from winning a championship in game five of our NBA. You know, we went to the limit. He started for us was a big reason for that. And he was our primary defender on all the best players. You know, all the guys in our league, all the imports are former NBA players. Um, and he was a big, you know, he, he can block shots. He defends point of ball attack. He's going to switch one through four, certain lineups, one through five. Um, so I'm really high on him because I just, I look at his downside and I think his downside is a premier three and D guy. So if you're drafting in the top 15, everybody and, wants those, you know, Matt. Everybody wants every, it. Everybody wants it. You know, and I think the detractors would say, oh, well, he shot 30% from three. Yeah. And I would say he's 18. He's playing against men for the first time. Look at the way he shoots. He's got a beautiful shot. Uh, you know, he broke his wrist halfway through our year. He's going to be a 40% catch and shoot three point shooter. He and he is. works his ass off because, again, That's right. you, you know better than most. If you work at it, you can become a really good shooter. Like that's one that's right. skill that if you're in the gym all the time, which it sounds like this kid, it's hard to keep him out of the gym. He's going to get better uh, in that area. It's hard to improve your IQ, your decision-making, your ball handling even, but shooting is the one thing that you can improve. It's work. And look, if your shot is totally broken, maybe teams go, oh, a few right. years, it's going to take time. He's got a beautiful shot. He's going to put the time in. And I tell this story to all the NBA teams. So I tell them two stories now. Like we lost in Sydney game five. We were up five, seven minutes left. Final game. We lose that final game on Wednesday night. We fly back Thursday. Friday morning, I go in at 8 a.m. to meet with our coach just because we want to kind of like take a breath and debrief. And Ryan and one of our assistant coaches are like an hour into a workout. <laughs> you know, this is an 18-year-old kid that just went through his first pro season. Yeah. And I said to Mo, our coach, I was like, is this bullshit? Like, is this, is this just because like, <laughs> is he a fraud? Like, right. 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 He, yeah. He's like, Matt, he's the only guy who I can say works harder than like me in terms of time, you know, coaches, head coaches put in so much time. He's like, he's here all the time. He puts in the time. And just to give like an idea of how good of a kid he is, my son's 11. Um, we went over for the finals. He spent, obviously my son's looking at him with like, you know, like this is a future NBA player. So they became buddies. My son had a tournament, an AU tournament in Dallas this last weekend where Ryan's doing his pre-draft camp. Ryan showed up for his game. Saturday <laughs> afternoon, awesome. Ryan comes, just sits in the stands, wait after, daps up. My son gives him a hug. Like he, he was leaving for Chicago on Sunday yep. for the pre-draft. And he comes Saturday to come and see my son, hang out for an hour. I just – I think he's a special kid. I think he's going to be a special player. And I think um, whoever gets him is going to be shocked. Like, I think they're going to think, oh, we're getting a 3 and D type player. And when he comes in and the way he works, and because he's he, – he just lives for his basketball, like a year from now they're going to be like, oh, my God, you got him at 11 or you got him at 12, whatever it is. They're going to be like, how did you get this guy? Because his physical tools are insane. Yeah. Certain players, Jeff, you would know this. Like, they walk by you and you're like, oh, my God, that's an NBA player. Like we, me and Modi sitting in the airport, our coach, he would like walk through with the team and we would be like, 
you, all you have to do is look, and that's the guy. The way you know his arms come down, the way his shoulders are. He's just an NBA player, and he's special kid, special talent. Um, so I'm very excited for you know what he has coming up. So do you envision again? You said kind of you know bridges in terms of you know maybe his ceiling. Is he a guy that you envision again in three five years? You can put the ball in his hands and say go make a play because that's kind of what Bridges has become in the NBA. But it took him you know, time at Villanova and certainly some time in the NBA to get there. Yeah, it's taken some time. And that's the leap that Ryan will have to make. You know, right now at the NBA level, you can't give him the ball in the wing and say, go get a bucket. Not and good. the reality is, as you, you would know again, Jeff, there's not a lot of guys in the NBA that you can do that to. And that's why I think Ryan is such a safe – he's 18. He's going to be 19 at the time of the draft. Is such a safe pick that – if he only ever developed his shooting to 40%, the way he defends, he's an elite 3 and D player. So everyone wants that. But if he can develop a few, one, his pull-up is beautiful. He's going to be able to pull up over everyone, seven foot three wingspan. He can get to the rim, finish with both hands. So I just have an impossible time believing in five years the way he works. He's not a guy that can be your second or third best player on a championship team. You know, because nowadays high, you need- High character. It sounds like- High IQ, like teammate, high character. Yeah, all that. It, like so what's what's your hole with him is there one other than the fact that he he didn't shoot it well this year but again you said like you're not worried about that because you know his form's there his work ethic's there so it sounds like you don't you don't have as many questions with this kid as you probably did with the four guys who preceded him even with the breakers like Lamelo. Super talented. We know that. Exceptional talent. But when you got him, and I know this from experience, you needed to kind of reprogram him a little bit. He had he had a lot of bad habits um, getting there, whether yeah. it was defense, whatever. R.J. Hampton was raw. Uh, it sounds like, again, this kid, you know what he can give you today on the defensive end. What, what do you worry about with him? Yeah, that's right. And I, that's why I think he, I th he's the safest pick. You look at the guy we had the year before, Usman Dang, the 11th pick, who also broke his wrist in the NBA this preseason. But final game of the regular season, he had 22, 9, and 8. From an offensive skill talent standpoint, he was far superior than Ryan, just from like the vision and those kind of things from where he was at his stage of development. Now, the thing also that Ryan missed, if you look at all of the next stars, uh, Usman, Giddy. Lamelo, the second half of their NBL season, RJ, they took a big leap because they started to figure out what it meant playing against men, yeah. what kind of speed you had to move with. Ryan missed 16 games or something like that with a broken wrist. So he didn't get that huge jump on the offensive side of the ball. But again, I'll say he had every chance to just go back to France and get, and when coach talked to him, he was like, are you crazy? Like I'm part of this team. I start, he's like, I'll be back as soon as I possibly can. So to protect his draft stock. Yeah, he could have protected, and it was never a conversation. So I think the the real downside of Ryan, if you want to find one, is just he never develops into being like a go-to guy offensively. And he's a guy, but he's already going to be a guy that can make a shot and can attack a closeout. So if he just develops those two things more and stays at the level defender, he's a guy every team wants. Yeah. So like I, that's why I say of all the guys – I don't. He probably he doesn't have the upside of Lamelo Ball. Sure, he just doesn't. Lamelo Ball is a ball guard. Well, how many guys you know, do? How many guys do I mean. at that size no. and, and what Lamelo right. could do? Listen, I always said this. Like his vision, his 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 skill set was so ridiculous. Lamelo's, and when he grew, 
it became even a higher level, right? When I first met him, you know, in full disclosure, I was in the backyard with him and ripping on him <laughs> because he couldn't dunk the ball. Uh, one of the first times. <laughs> so he, he grew and, and, and again, you know, it, it just sounds like this kid already has um, the intangibles that in, in the work ethic and the right way to approach the game that, that frankly, LaMelo had to learn. He had to learn that. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, like the, the, the mellows, the giddies, these guys are the, you know, best players in the NBA. Now, Ryan could develop into a guy who's on that tier through a different way, but he's not a ball guard. So he's not a guy you draft and you say, okay, in two years, I can see this guy leading our team. He's a guy that, again, I think his floor is so high. <laughs> you know, he's going to be an elite three and D guy. So if you know you're getting that with the eighth pick or the 12th pick, you know that that's what you're getting, but it was a chance to develop into Mikael Bridges. For me, it's a no-brainer. That's why I see him going in the lottery. I know he's you know he's projected anywhere from 8 to 20, that yeah. kind of range. I think he's going to be a lottery pick because, again, when you watch him work out, you're blown away. You're just totally blown away. And the other thing is the big difference. He was playing for a team that was competing for a championship in one of the best leagues in the world outside of the NBA. We couldn't hand him the keys. Right. You know, So a lot of the stuff he can do offensively, he didn't have that opportunity with us. We weren't running a lot of pick and rolls for him. We weren't running a lot of ISOs because, quite frankly, in our league, you know, it's the 28 to 32-year-old guys that are carrying your team to a championship, and every import is a former NBA player. Um, so, you know, I think teams are going to, when they see him work out, they're going to be like, oh, he does have that ability. He does have that in his game. Um, so it's exciting. And, again, his floor is just so high because of his physical tools. Listen, this was fun. Uh, this was fun. This was a long time coming, Matt Walsh. Uh, CEO of the New, New Zealand Breakers, talking about Ryan Rupert, one of uh, – you could tell. Listen, I can tell by listening to you how much you like him. Sometimes you're not sure, but the emotion that you speak with, you could tell how much you like him as a kid, as a player, how much you believe in him, both. Well, this is the thing. Like, we, we're going to have another next star next year. So if I tell every NBA team that I love this next star so much and he's the future of your franchise, they're going to roll their eyes. They're never going to call me again. They're not going to trust me when I say, you know, he's worth a pick. And I've given my honest assessment of every single guy we've ever had. This is, you know, this is who Ryan is. Amazing person, incredible work ethic, and the physical tools to be an elite NBA player. And that's what I tell teams. At the end of the day, they're going to do their own evaluations, but I always give my honest, honest evaluation for myself because I want next year when we have another player, when we play NBA preseason, I want them to say, Matt, tell us about this guy. And I, I want my word to mean something with those, with those guys. Well, if Ryan can be the shooter that Matt Walsh was back in, you know, <laughs> in the Florida Gator days or the Germantown Academy days, <laughs> uh, he'll have a pretty good future. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is a lot of fun.